Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Students World, the show where we interview YU students from around the globe and learn about their unique experiences and perspectives. I'm your host, Benji Dessau, alongside my trusty co-host, Yosef Malkiel. And joining us tonight as our wonderful guest, coming straight from Atlanta, is Doran Parker. Doran, how are you today? Thank God, I'm doing well, Benji. How are you doing today? Good, good. So we're so glad to have you. Um, I'm happy to first, be here. First, we want to like jump right into things. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and actually where you're from. Okay, so... Well, I'm uh, in the States, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, but I was adopted from Kazakhstan. Uh, yes, Kazakhstan. That's pretty cool. From, That's uh, like crazy. from the age of five, and I was in an orphanage uh, until then, and I was adopted to a Jewish family. So now I go to YU. That's that's my story from. That's like in a then. that's like in a nutshell. Yeah, like we want to get this whole thing stretched so, out. T- tell, okay. tell me more about Kazakhstan. I want to hear a little bit more about that. Like the country, you know. Yeah. Just tell me what like what do you remember from there? You said what, when did you leave? I left when I was five years old. Okay, so you barely remember a good amount of it. But either way, I, I mean, just whatever. Like you said, you were there. Uh, mm-hmm. What's it called? You were just there recently, right? Yeah. So just I tell sh- us a little bit about the country. You know. Yo, is my mic on? Yeah, your mic is Okay, good. So, <laughs> so, so before, be, before last summer, actually, I, I visited Kazakhstan with my family. And it was kind of like a, like a soul journey trip back to my orphanage, back to the place where I was born. And um, it was like, hey, let's start from the beginning. When I, when I was five years old, I do have some certain memories from Kazakhstan. But it was uh, like vivid images. It wasn't really like people talking or anything like that. I remember certain people from Kazakhstan and uh, like, my, for instance, my doctor, she was very close to me and she took a you know, special interest in me and taking care of me and uh, following up with me as I was going through my adoption process. Did you make a lot of friends like while you were there in the orphanage? Or? Oh yes, I was, I was very popular in the orphanage, <laughs> <laughs> the whole hierarchy. No, uh, well yes, I, I had a lot of friends, but also I, I do have a friend um, that uh, I still talk to. Uh, and she was also from the same orphanage. That's really nice. Wow. Yeah, we still keep in contact. And like, what about even now? Like, do you know anybody who else was in the orphanage, or it's kind of like lost contact that we only have? So like one I, I only know of uh, two more people, uh, but other than that, it's kind of like lost contact. There, there have been events where in, in Atlanta actually where people bring back like people bring back adopted children from Kazakhstan in order to like in Atlanta they they have different events and sometimes in New York where uh, all the adopted children meet up sometimes around the same time that they were adopted but none of us really like know who each other are and it's just so it's like kind of like lost yeah well kind kind of lost touch with everyone else who i was who i really grew up with though that's so crazy like kazakhstan is like like whoa like yeah it's random yeah it's uh it's honestly uh it, it is very random but the since i've been back actually like i mentioned i went back uh this summer it's actually just a very beautiful city, and uh, like the cities in there, they're beautiful. It's a beautiful country. Is it very modern, like city, or yeah? So has there, been caught up there are the three times. cities I uh, I visited: Almaty, which was the former capital during the Soviet Union. Okay, that was very Russian, very like strong buildings, like uh, huge statues, all dedicated to the Soviet agenda. And, oh wow! Um, 
That's that so crazy it, to think about that, like, here, because we don't even have, like, no communism. And it's I, just, know, I know. It's weird. Thank we, God we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we just have a president, but we don't have statues of Donald Trump anywhere. We just well, have his not buildings. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um, but yes, we, uh, we, we, then we visited Karaganda, which was my hometown. It was more of a, uh, it was less Soviet, I guess, than the Almaty. But uh, it, was, it was a beautiful city regardless. I would compare it to... I would honestly compare it to Atlanta, um, the place where I grew up in. But my orphanage wasn't really located in the urban area. It was more in the suburb, suburban okay. area. It was like kind of out out of the, the the city streets. Have you been back to your orphanage like recently at all? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. That's uh, we went back to my orphanage during uh the, my trip this summer. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah. That that that's a story. No, it's probably, yeah. No, it's probably like a different uh, you know perspective of seeing it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when you're five, it's like I don't know how much you remember of it, but then seeing it like from you know when you're older, it's just something else. It's true. Uh, it's true. When I was uh when I was five, I saw everything as like you know bigger. Like I thought uh, all my memories before I came to visit were just big big rooms like very light like vivid images of like just like uh, different colors and like different just big rooms but like when i came back it was just a lot smaller than i imagined well but it was also a lot cleaner than i imagined too <laughs> they have a very big uh, standard of like cleaning and keeping everything you know well organized. i don't know if you mentioned it, i was just spacing out but um the way your now parents like found you like adopted you mm-hmm. was it the whole long process like can you tell us a little bit more about just how that I mean, really went do down you know? <laughs> you know? well yeah no i actually i had the same kind of questions for my parents like how long did it take to adopt me and uh actually interesting story back when uh america and back in that time around the 2000 around 2002 America had a certain uh, law against uh, abro- overseas ad- ab- adoptions from primarily Muslim countries. So um, it actually took a long process, about around a year, in order oh. to f- fully finish all the paperwork, in order to f- like fully get me back into America. And how old were you at that time? So I w- it was the year of my fifth birthday that they started. Wow. And then towards the end of my fifth Oh, uh, little year, Doran over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, they finally adopted me, like as I was like turning six. So it was just that's that's really a very interesting. Long process. Yeah. And then like what what I don't know if you like remember, but the feelings of coming back or leaving Kazakhstan on that plane and mm-hmm. kind of coming to the U.S. Like, could you remember so any honestly, of the feelings? Honestly, they didn't tell us anything that was really going on. They just said, "Oh, we're visiting in America." Like this is like this was my five year old self, like you know, speaking to me. Uh, they didn't really let us know that we were being adopted. They just said, "Oh, you're gonna find a new home." That's it. They, wow. We didn't really know the concept of adoption because we only grew, we only knew what the orphanage was, and that was that was our home. That's it. We didn't really know what a mother and father were because we didn't have that concept already ingrained in us. That's so crazy. Yeah. And and not even knowing like what American life was like, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna plop back to a new home, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be like." start from scratch but it's like completely shifting like um yeah everything in just like lifestyle yeah it's a it's a you're coming to a home now like Like, when when i was younger i um i only knew my orphanage so like my directional skills were completely off because (laughs) i didn't need to travel i like i had food here i had like a bathroom a bed to sleep in i just i didn't need to go anywhere else but when i came to america and like my family loves to travel so we would go different places but I would often get lost and they'd be like where's Doran you know because I just didn't know how <laughs> the to lost find child my, yeah I didn't know how to find my way back 
No, how was it like getting uh, used to your like family though? I mean, like you said, it was kind of just you know you started that way, mm-hmm. but even so, like I'm sure you know, like do you have siblings maybe or just you know how was it growing up with uh, you know your family now that you that mm-hmm. you live with in Atlanta? It's it's honestly great. Actually, um, I have a sibling who's uh, three months younger than me. Her name's Ellie. She actually goes to Stern College. For Shout women. out to Ellie over here. Shout out to Ellie Parker <laughs> if anyone's here for that. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, she's, uh, she was actually my closest sibling. She would, uh, we, we would talk to each other. She like helped me learn the language, like English. And, uh, she would constantly play around with me. Although she'd be dressing up, dressing me up in like, you know, girl clothing and like, putting makeup <laughs> on me. I was her, I was her toy basically. But I learned to like, like she had her, a lot of friends back then. So she introduced me to her friends and I became more social through that. And, That's so nice. And I do have two older siblings, but they weren't really as involved in the growing up process uh, when I was home. You still in touch with them? Yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm very much in touch with them. But That's great. They're all they're married and they have children already, so they're oh, like a, a That's lot. So nice. Mm-hmm. And so now, like, what what's life? I guess in Atlanta now that you shifted like totally from that country to American culture and I uh I I really appreciate it. <laughs> the minimum wage is a lot better. I'll oh, there you that. go. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a whole different dynamic because, uh, Kazakhstan's ruled by a, a benevolent dictatorship and, uh, it's basically a, uh, a president who has been elected, democratically elected for 50 years. So, it, you know, it's, it's a dictatorship, but it's, it's also like very benevolent. He's very nice to, uh, the, the people, the people love him, but also I just feel like we have more freedom in America in terms of like what we get to choose for or what, how we get to vote and uh, I, I I like privileges. The lifestyle. Yeah, we have a lot more privileges here, and I I have more opportunity. I guess I would say. That's what, a, that's what good. are some of like you know in Atlanta? Just what is Jewish life like in Atlanta? I mean, I don't know. I haven't. Atlanta, Atlanta is out, it's out of the that's Jewish it. bubble over here in New York, New Jersey. No, so that's we still consider it as like yeah. in, within the topic. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, come on, it still has like some like you know it has a Jewish population. Mm. Of course. It's not desolate, but at the same time, so yeah, so just a. Uh, I don't know. What, what is what is your perspectives on like living there, Jewish life and stuff? So so yeah, Atlanta actually like I've been doing some research on the statistics, but it has like a few tens of thousands of Jews there, um, which is probably like a good um, population of Jews in like you know in a city that's uh, outside of the New York metro area, but um, but ninety nine percent of those Jews are irreligious, so like, they're not really. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Jews that I was really uh, you know involved with, to, involved yeah. with are the, that one percent, and uh, it's actually like they're very close communities. Uh, since since it's like a smaller community, religious community, we we're, we all know each other. We're all like help helpful with each other, and we all like we all. Just, it's a whole big family, basically. That's so nice. There are only three kosher restaurants, so that's you know that's the that that be downer about it but like once you go to a kosher restaurant yeah but are they good you know what any good oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah fuego mundo oh fuego i've mundo heard good things about fuego mundo phenomenal it's a steak restaurant i recommend it for everyone oh wow. Mm-hmm. wow there's also an israeli place which is all right but uh so now actually let's transition from i guess your lifestyle like your transition to YU, how has that been kind of, like, how'd you find out more about YU and, um, and then how is it going over here? So in high school, uh, our high school is, like, promotes going to Jewish college and, like, first of all, going to Israel, that's a priority. I think, like, 90% of my grade went to Israel, so 
the obvious that after going to Israel, after you know becoming more religious, being closer to Hashem, it's uh, is is why you uh, if you want to you know live a strong Jewish life, and uh, that's what I wanted for myself. Uh, I wanted to go to YU because it was it was a school where I could surround myself with Jews and not not be in the, a bubble per se, but be it make it easier for myself to have co- fine kosher food to. Uh, be in like uh surrounded by friends who are jewish yeah so no it would be such less a judgmental plus. in a way yeah and uh i guess that was just the obvious step for me uh after after your yeshiva Wait, so, so you went to yeshiva yeah i went to yeshiva shari it was, shout uh, out to all those mevs guys <laughs> all those mevs guys They're, uh, it's it was phenomenal it's but I only went Shauna Olive. Probably I, I also went Shauna Olive, and I <laughs> no, don't regret it. it. Was the best thing. Yeah. Wait, I just want to hear though. So, like, before we just get into this whole YU topic, so like, your like the high school you went to, just the schools in general in Atlanta, like they were all Jewish schools. Mm-hmm. They were all Jewish kids. Like, I don't know. I mean, I went to public school, so I don't know. Like. Okay. But, yeah. So I'll explain it. There was, there are basically like four Jewish schools uh, in Atlanta. I'm talking about high schools, not middle schools, but. Um, two of which are one one is uh, fem- all female one is all male then there's one co-ed and th- then there's two co-ed but there's one co-ed that's religious and one co-ed that's not religious I went to the co-ed one that was religious and that's where a majority of my friends went also so I just had uh, you know a yeah, good so group no, so there. you had that influence in the sense to like you know it's a, the push to go to yeshiva to go to you know to yeah, go to Washington, exactly, to go to exactly. yeah but even still a lot of people from my school would, like go to secular colleges and like they do well there thank God do you not regret the idea of going to secular college versus YU or was there ever like a push to go to a secular college and then a shift to like oh why you yeah like maybe the very question is do you regret <laughs> <laughs> i hope um, not well well i have different uh i don't know i have a different opinion i guess i guess uh when i was younger in high school i had i i was i said to myself i'm not ever, i'm not even going to yeshiva like that's the first thing. oh you ruled that out yeah, first I, ruled that out. I thought i was gonna go to um uga <laughs> georgia university it was a big party school you know freshman door and it was a very big partier so <laughs> i had to you know get that out but Eventually, as I grew older and you know got more mature in uh in, in thinking about my future, I just wanted to have a Jewish life, and uh, honestly, I do think that you could succeed if you wanted to in a secular environment. I just think that being in a religious environment is a lot easier to succeed. Although I I don't have any you know qualms with people who go to secular colleges. No, of course not. Like that that's basically like similar to like my backstory of like mm-hmm. how I got to YU because originally I was thinking about Rutgers since like the ninth grade. I was grade. also thinking about Rutgers. But uh, yeah, of yeah. course, I mean, who wouldn't think of it? Rutgers <laughs> is like fantastic. It's um, I always looked at I always looked at Rutgers like like that school. They had that football team. Oh, it was yeah. like great school spirit. What do we have here? Uh, why you max? Yay! Woo! Division um, three. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's fun getting to play sports also on Division three team. Yeah. Um, but again, like it's so crazy to end up coming to YU, mm-hmm. and I I always like ruled it out. I was like, no way, I'm going to YU. That's not a thing. And then like, look at this. Like I'm already here, and it's like it's been really good. Like I get to do what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's true. Um, I also feel like I could acclimate to my environment pretty well. You know, like I'm a chameleon in that way. Where you can no, it's good. You know? Yeah. No, you have to. I mean, in this type of world, I mean, it's all about adaptability. Yeah. So anyway, so tell us more about like you know your experience at YU. I mean, what are you studying first of all? 
Okay. So what well, are by the way, what are you? Like what year are you? You know, we didn't I don't even think we introduced you with that, did no, we? No, it's okay. No one knows. Oh <laughs> good. Okay. No, it's good, it's good. What's I up? um okay, so I'm a technically a third uh, I'm a second year, but technically a junior is very complicated in the YU system. Shout like, out to them juniors. Why why you people know what we're talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Um, but, um, but I, I actually was in, in my first uh, semester at YU, I was studying to, uh, be a business major. I don't know exactly what in business, but, you know, I just wanted to manage my own business. And, uh, eventually I switched career paths. I was talking to, uh, Benji over here. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he was expressing his love and interest for physical therapy. And I actually, that got, that caught my interest. And I, I researched more and more into it. And I talked to more guys who were involved. Uh, with physical therapy and I just thought that I'd, I as opposed to getting money I'd, I wanted to help people uh, with with my life uh, as opposed to, you know as opposed to just getting only gaining money but um, so I that's why I decided to switch to biology major uh, which is the only kind of pre-med course that you can take <laughs> that's the only thing you can do but um, and, and, I mean, we're all bio yeah. majors here so whatever we all know what you're talking about exactly <laughs> exactly wow so that's that's my course that's my career path right now Man, that's really good. Uh, I just want to say for all those who are tuning in right now, um, I'm your host, Benji Dessa, alongside Yosef Malkiel. We are right here with guest host Doran Parker, who is from Atlanta, but originally uh, born and raised in Kazakhstan. Mm -hmm. So for all the, those who are tuning in, um, very interesting so far. Um, and yeah, let's you know, you continue with some, like, the show. Right now <laughs> I mean, how many listeners do we, we have, have so we have far? A, we have a good amount. We have a good amount. All right, that's, that's good. Yeah, solid. Always growing, guys. That, of course. And so, in terms of like like PT, do you have also like other things on the side that you work you're working on? Things that you're interested in pursuing alongside PT? Torah. Oh, that, is that oh. a good answer? Classic answer. <laughs> My knowledge. Um, I'm actually very into Hasidus. Uh, I want like it's because I grew up in a, like, going to a Chabad shul. So um, I wanted to, I, I just want to learn more about Hasidus because I, I think it like kind of represents the beauty in Judaism also. Not that anything else is not beautiful, but it's just what speaks to me. No, no, feel confident. It's good. And, yeah. You know, Hasidus is a thing. But uh, what, what program are you in in the morning? So again, I switched, but I, I was in IBC. Well, I, I was in IBC uh, the first two semesters I was here. Then now I switched to BMP. BMP. Yeah, to be with Rob, uh, Represent. Rob Moshe Tzvi Weinberg. Yeah, no, he's amazing. He's I really think his tour is, is phenomenal. Uh, but more more side things I do, I work at a restaurant right now, Burgers and Grill. Oh, shout out to Burgers and the, Grill. The We'd love to do advertising for you guys one, one day. <laughs> no one's listening for Burgers and Grill right now. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so. so, yeah, I have a side job just to, uh, you know, to get, get food and money, you know, all the necessities for a college kid. Okay, so wait, about, your bi about working at Burgers and Grill, have you ever faced like a crazy customer like tell us a, is there a story that you can tell us about like working there like oh yeah of course i have so many stories yeah That's go for crazy. it no names no names no no, no, no. names just like <laughs> definitely you know tell us a little bit about it's, the job it's actually funny i like i know people's um yuid numbers as opposed to their names <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's how i recognize them oh it's that guy again you're 800 529 the night shift on Thursday. It was like 1 a.m. These two guys come in, and uh, I'm sorry if one of these guys are listening right now. I apologize, but I'm not going to mention your name or anything. But, Mr. Uh, Anonymous. These two guys come in, and then one one guy's ordering a burger. He ordered the burger. We're preparing it, and I ask him, what kind of sauce do you want? 
the guy says, uh, I want garlic mayo. But like he, as he was saying that, he stuttered and then his eyes rolled backwards. <laughs> And then I, I don't know, but it was crazy. But like he <laughs> fell back, and like I don't, he just passed out. Oh, he seriously yeah, he passed oh out God. on me. And I, like I was about to call the police. You should have just like waved the garlic mayo in front of his nose. Yeah, like, wake like, up, wake up. <laughs> but he woke up. And thank God he he was fine. He was just I don't know. I guess he was sir, do you still want that garlic mayo? <laughs> exactly. You wake up. Put it on top of his stomach. <laughs> There's also a homeless uh, lady came in one time holding stuffed animals, and then she just handed me a stuffed crocodile for no. Re- I was at the cash register. She just handed. So, thank you so much. And then, like I, I was like, okay, thank you. And then she asked for money, and I was like, okay, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> we but, don't take it. Then she then proceeded buns. to offer it to all the customers, and it was just I don't know, it was uncomfortable. But, oh my gosh, <laughs> a lot of weird things happened that night, guys. I like, mean, like, wait, what time are we talking? Eight o'clock at night, or no? We're talking about like past twelve. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my gosh. We we live in the Heights. Nothing good happens after 12. Yeah. Uh, Nothing good. Speaking of the Heights, I'm actually curious. What is your, like, opinion on this whole area, you know? Not everyone listening right now is, like, you know, knows what the Heights is like. Familiar with it, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, just what is your, like, you know, what is your take on everything? All right, well, uh, okay, I live in an apartment, which is, like, five minutes away from the, the Yeshiva College. And uh, wh- wherever I walk, I always see just random people either sitting around or playing dominoes or... Oh, it's great, yeah. Like, uh, it's a, I think it's a Hispanic majority in, uh, in the Heights, but uh, honestly, a lot of people here are, like, very courteous and nice. And the YU security is also part of, you know, they live in the Heights. So, like, I got to meet them, I got to talk to them, and I often see them when they're not at work and they say hi. But I- at first, I thought it was going to be kind of, you know, dangerous and, like, scary walking at night, but honestly... It's pretty safe here. Yeah, people always talk down the heights at times. It's just like you hear gunshots. I mean, last year, I remember Mm -hmm. like one night I heard like pop, 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 like two streets over. I heard also the one-time thing. Yeah, no, I really like there. It's not been. Mm -hmm. It's it's great. People playing dominoes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wait for like the Yankee games, the playoff. Mm -hmm. Like you come outside and you hear like the people sitting on the street corners with like the radio booming, and it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is like the classic, the heights, like right next to the Bronx. For sure. Classic New York. How does New York compare with Kazakhstan? Wow, those are two very different things. Like, <laughs> right. I have a I'm whole just, list of I it. I mean, you know, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know, what are, what are some thoughts? Well, first of all, Kazakhstan doesn't really... The, the country itself, the people also, they don't really like tourists. So really? yeah, they're not a cultural melting pot. So now I know I'm not gonna travel to Kazakhstan anymore. <laughs> you'll be welcome, but like you know, don't bring a large group of. I'll I'll come with you, and yeah. you'll be the tour guide. I'll be your tour guide. All right, wait, perfect. Wait, wait, let me just clarify. So they're actually like aggressive to people that are tourists. Or <laughs> no, it's just like they, they don't. <laughs> that's what I'm imagining right now. Like just that like, would be stampede like, out of the airport. Just gonna start like, like rushing at me. <laughs> no, but. They're not. They're not aggressive. They're just. They just don't spend the money to, you know, enforce uh, tourism in their country. Right, right. The, the appeal is like they're not there to try to get people. To exactly. Come to exactly. Them. As opposed to New York. New York's a very high tourist area. But um, also, New, New York's a lot more dirty than I than I than Kazakhstan. So Kazakhstan is cleaner Completely than New York. Completely clean. Wait, what city did you come from again? I came from Karaganda. Karaganda. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna remember that, Benji? <laughs> no, no, not, no. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's it called? Wow. 
Yeah, it's 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 super clean in Kazakhstan. It's like it, I I don't know. I grew up wanting to be clean for myself. Like, you know, they taught me how to be like keep my area clean, keep it spotless, and I guess like you know they didn't really teach that to New Yorkers. Right, but no, no it's pointless, right? Like, all of that, <laughs> <laughs> Throw it out the window. Yeah. Not here in New York. Welcome to one of the most populated cities in the um, you know in the world. <laughs> yeah. What about Atlanta? How what's it like down there? Like Atlanta, Atlanta is cleaner. Atlanta. Yeah, it, it is cleaner, that is true, but it's also known as the city of trees. There's so many trees, and the air is so fresh. It's uh, it's amazing, a lot more better space. Better than here, probably. Yeah, well, no, definitely better. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a city, right? But it's also got, like, suburban... It's more suburban, in a sense. Like, I think New York is just... Mm-hmm you know, larger for the most uh, No, I agree, but also, like, in Atlanta, like, you, you have very, a lot of traffic, but I- even in the traffic, nobody honks. <laughs> like, everyone's too courteous, and everyone, <laughs> I even friendly. feel bad when I'm honking, <laughs> like, I, I just don't honk at all. That's it, so interesting. That's the whole vibe of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, right now, we're actually going to do something different than we did last week. We're going to try something new. Um, anyone who wants to call in uh, and ask a question to our guest, um, that would be really great. So feel free to call the number, um, and Yosef will take care of you. I have no clue how this is going to work. Let's see. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I'm going to, like, ask just a straight-out random question. We're just going to change Go it up a little Go bit. Ahead. All right. So the random question of the day, um, let's look at it. Okay. You – let's look at the questions. Let's see. Um What's the most common reason for people failing or giving up? That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, I didn't need time to think for that one. Honestly, he, didn't, like, he didn't see this one coming. He didn't see this one coming. What was the question again? I didn't even What's the me. most common reason for people failing or giving up? I think, yeah, okay, I, I think, yeah, you know, I'm just going to take it personally, I guess, you know, sure. what, the reason I feel like sometimes I fail or give up is because uh, I, I, I lack true effort, or I just didn't give it my all, because uh, if giving it your all means that you give it over and over and over again until you succeed, that's just my mentality, uh, so if you give it your all, okay, you, you gave it your all, you failed, great, but uh, like Thomas Edison said, like, he, he failed to make the light bulb a thousand times. And uh, someone said, wow, you, you failed a thousand times. Like, what, what, what does that mean? He, and then he just reversed it. He said... He had a oh, light bulb in his head. <laughs> yeah, no, he had a light bulb. He said, uh, I, I found a thousand ways to not make a light bulb. So, like, oh. seeing the fact that your failures are a way of your growth, uh, a way of how you learn, uh, the L... Loss stands for learn. You know, that's what my basketball ac- coach actually taught me. That's a really good quote. Younger. So like er- just learning from your le- from your failures, I think that's that's a good thing, and because that also means that you didn't fail if you learned from it. That's what I think. That's really interesting, because mm-hmm. like you would think that I guess people people fail all the time, but a lot of people really like get down on themselves and. Yeah. It's very hard to pick yourself back up. It's way so. easier to just give up, you know? Giving up is simple, you know? It's just like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to continue, you know? Exactly. It's easier to say I want to give up as opposed to I want to try. It's again. funny how you reference Thomas Edison because, like, I'm from Edison, New Jersey. Oh, so. really? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny because, like, he <laughs> he was, like, in, in Menlo, which is, like, yeah. nearby, and that's where he had his... Uh, his like uh, laboratory and mm-hmm. kind of that's what we're known for. So wow, it's really that. cool. Um, let's see another question to ask: Are what are some roadblocks or challenges you faced in your life? 
another tough question. Can you repeat that? Yeah, sure. What are some roadblocks or challenges you faced in your life? Now, obviously, you like being adopted. Uh, yeah, no, adopting so, itself is a challenge. It's definitely. Even though you were young, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure we, I mean, we've all grown up with different challenges. Yeah. You know? So, I, I mean, I guess uh, when I was younger, I had a, I had a, I had trouble learning uh, in terms of like, oh, are we getting a call? Oh, we're getting right a call in right uh, now. Whoa. No way we are. <laughs> he doesn't believe it. Let's find out who it's from. Are you, are you sure we're getting a call? Oh, I see. Now, All right, I'll answer this. All right, here we go. Let's see. Call what? her in. Yo, what Let's... do I do now? She's... <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue what to do with this. <laughs> I think you could answer from just the phone or itself. Maybe. <laughs> Yo, Sage's like holding the there's phone. What's going on? For this, right? I yeah, I think there's what. a button. Ooh, let's try that. All right, is someone there? Let's see. Oh. Hey, who, who's this? Oh, Adam Bandler, good friend from Sheer. How you doing? <laughs> good. All right. So, what's the question you'd like to ask Doran? It better be appropriate too. I swear, I will cut you off. <laughs> Done your due diligence. That's awesome. I I missed the question. What was it? <laughs> Basically, you know. Just, yeah, the question. The question is: Have I ever tried horse meat? How is the texture? How is it? Horse meat. Oh boy. Um, Adam, you're really invested in this too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you this first. I was I wasn't really a connoisseur of horse meat when I was at five years old, but. Uh, I do not remember the texture and I do not remember the taste, unfortunately. But now I keep kosher, so I can't really even remember that. <laughs> good boy, good boy. Um, wait, wait, you did eat horse meat? Uh, yes, yes, we did. We had horse meat stew, and it was usually from like the the bottom half of the horse. Wait, no, I actually want to know though. Is this true? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually, a delicacy in the country. It it is because. Uh, oh. The horses are more uh, prevalent than cows or sheep or anything like that. But they're not like the Indians who like worship the cows and they won't no, kill no, them. No, like, no, the no, horses, no. horses are like at least seen as a livestock in, wow. in Kazakhstan. And I went to the markets and they had literal like horse like uh, legs and just uh, breasts and everything. Yeah. They do what? I'm sorry, I can't hear. Oh, they have the best. Yeah, yeah. They they have, they do have the best horses. They, there's that thing about uh, Kozak horses that uh, the Russians used to use, but they those Kozak horses were from uh, Kazakhstan. Wow. That's but, so interesting. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> they have a lot of farmland there. Um, yeah, it's like the nomadic steppes type of situation. So like, it's not farmland. It's more like a bunch of desertish land, uh, except for the urban areas. Uh, and that's where actually the the czar would keep all the prisoners <laughs> in Kazakhstan. So. All right. Anyway, whatever. So, um, Adam. So anyway, so uh, thank you calling in with your question. It's a great question. Adam. Thank you, Adam. Great question. And whatever. <laughs> yeah. Of course. No, thank you for calling in. in. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Anybody else who wants to call in, please shoot us a call and uh, be more than welcome to answer the questions. Um. Okay. So wait. Really? Like, how did you overcome some of these challenges? 
that uh, you faced? So, um, so, so one of the challenges that I did face that when I was younger was uh, the obvious one is a learning issue because first of all, I didn't speak the language. Do you speak? Where are the two languages there? That oh, the, so the two languages that I uh, did learn uh, were Kazakh and Russian. And uh, interesting thing is uh, there that like the Kazakhs um, are like their own type of people, and Russians are also their own type of people. Well, they don't like to intermix. Is it like a north-south thing? Um, basically. We're getting another call. Oh, we're getting another call in. Let's go for it. So who who's on the phone today? It better not be Adam. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Oh, hi, Gabby. Hey, how's it going, Gabby? Gabby this is the president, no, everybody. We, Gabby, we have no clue how to use this. <laughs> Tell you about like tell you about what specifically? Just like everything because we thought we thought like we were looking at Instagram we saw your trip and we were like oh like how did that happen? You guys just like went back and all like all of a sudden it just yeah. So uh, we were planning to go uh, on a Kazakh trip uh, for a while now for like three years, but we just mm -hmm. never had the time because either we were busy taking summer classes or working. Uh, but we we decided to like we planned it was like six month six months in planning and we decided to go to Kazakhstan last summer, but we had to take uh, Turkish Airlines from Atlanta to uh, New York, well, from Atlanta to Turkey, and then Turkey to Kazakhstan. Right, because there's no tourism, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's exactly, impossible yeah. to get there. Well, uh, and ended up on TV? Yeah, well, oh, how did I end up on TV? That's uh, okay. Oh, we got to pull up that clip. That's true, that's We don't true. have it here. Uh, what? Some, he was on oh, TV. Right. We got to find that. For those of you who don't know that, I, I was on, t like, I went to Kazakhstan and I ended up getting on national television, national te Kazakh news. It was like the MSNBC, CNN, whatever, Fox. But uh, they only have one news station, so that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so basically everyone was watching it. The whole country, basically. It's crazy. Yeah. It became very popular. Yeah, instantly. 15 wow. minutes of fame right there. I, I, I actually... It's an interesting story because uh, the person who we were uh, renting the apartment from uh, knew a producer that worked for the TV station, and the TV uh, produce she told uh, the producer our story, and the producer was like, "Wow, this is an amazing story. Like, you know, adoption adoptee is coming back to his homeland, and I want to do a whole segment on it." So I thought that I was gonna be speaking English the whole time, and that like. You know, you uh, felt so good. I felt, I felt great, <laughs> and then I, I saw the whole uh, video on uh, on TV, and then they just completely dubbed my voice into <laughs> Kazakh or Russian. It was just, it was That's hilarious. such a bummer. Yeah, no, but oh my god, I, yeah, I, I was on TV, so it was, it was kind of fun, you know. Wait, wait, could you have sp could you have speak? Who is this? Okay, interesting. I don't know. Wait, I have no idea what that was. What you just do? But either way, um, uh, what's it called? But okay, can you speak like what? What do they speak in Kazakhstan? I forgot what you told me. Yeah, uh, it's Ka Russian or Kazakh. Like so you two can speak those two or no? Oh well, you can't. I used to. I used to. But really? Not, yeah, yeah. Uh, but not anymore uh, because we didn't really continue. You're our... Phased out. Your phased parents out. didn't want to get you into. No, they they, <laughs> they just didn't, didn't know. They didn't want to give you lessons. It's like no. <laughs> Unfortunately, just keep not. The vibe. Wow. But you yeah. still have some of your culture, no? That's true. I do. I do. I mean, I look. I look like a Kazakh. Are we getting another call in? Oh, another one. Are we actually? Let's try to find the same people. All right, that is totally what we want to hear right now. 
Well, I don't think she has a question for you, Doran. Um, it's still Levi. Yeah, no, totally. But you you like traveling, you said. Um, mm-hmm. What other places have you, like, traveled to that or are on your, like, bucket list of places that you want to go? Okay, so I've, I've traveled to, like, Canada, Mexico, Israel, Russia, Kazakhstan, um, uh, like, a lot of different places. But I actually really want to go to South Africa for one. Oh, because very nice. I have a lot of South African friends, and they say it's beautiful. You know, I want to do the whole safari tour. I'm very into animals that way. And then uh, I also want to go to the Far East, like Japan and maybe China. And we go to Hong Kong, visit our Hong friend Avram. dead over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can go together. <laughs> we, go, we go all together. <laughs> be, no, but it's, it's definitely like the whole, all those cultures are just very interesting and unique to me, so... I kind of want to learn more about those types of people. So you more or less want to go Far East? Like Far East, Far East uh, or, you know, down South in South Africa. That's yeah. really cool. Any, like, really cool um, adventurous things that you want to do while being on those trips? Like yeah. cliff jumping you, yeah, or what, skydiving? I was actually hey, thinking don't, of cliff jumping. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was thinking of cliff jumping. Uh, I don't know where exactly I would do it. But also, like, you know... Um, uh, I, skydiving is actually something that I really call? wanted to do. Okay, last call. We're getting, last we're call. getting a call. Who is this? Hello? Hi, who's calling? Okay, forget this. Hello? Anyway. All right, so that one didn't work right, out. I'm definitely turning off the phone line now. <laughs> it's, okay. it's just becoming a He'll just turn the phone line off. If somebody actually has a question um, and wants to call in, by all means, please do. Well, you can't. You I'm so close the line. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it back up afterwards. Shut it off for now. But um, as you were saying. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, skydiving is something that we really wanted to do. We actually tried to do skydiving in Atlanta, but like five, for five times in a row, it was canceled due to rain. So I just Aww. took that as a sign from Hashem that, you know, maybe don't it's not, the do it. Thing, <laughs> not the best thing to do. No, what do your parents think of that? Do they, like, they're completely fine with you doing skydiving? My, my dad wants to join me, actually. Actually? So, okay. Yeah, you know, that's one of his dreams, too. parents. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah. There's like really cool. I've seen videos like in uh, Qatar, people do skydiving and it's like a gorgeous scene, even though it's like all desert. It's like mm. very, very like um, modern, modern yeah. look uh, and very I, beautiful. I, yeah, I, I really just I want to visit those like different types of places, you know, somewhere outside of America. You know? Have you ever been interested in like traveling like with the cuisine, like the type of food that you would have? Obviously, it'd probably be hard to yeah. I guess find kosher food. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Because I always thought yeah. it was really interesting with, like, there was a show with Andrew Zimmern, like, um, uh, he basically travels around the world and tries, like, really crazy foods. Like and horse meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but... so, I always thought, like, I was inspired by that because, like, I think that's really interesting with just trying new foods and seeing, like, this whole culture of, like, just how people live, like, in these indigenous populations. Oh, they try, sure. like, crazy I, I things in Indonesia. I would, yeah, I, I would also be, and I don't understand how he, like, digests them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he throws it up afterwards, just whatever. Um, but that would be like really cool. But that kind of traveling around the world, getting like to really experience different cultures and kind of getting out of your, the bubble of like the New York, New Jersey, even American, uh, environment is like something that I I also want to like do. Have you you traveled in the U S at all? Um, well, yes. Oh, I've been to, you said said your your parents like to travel. Yeah. 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 Where'd you go? We usually, well, in the U.S., we went to, we've been to Hawaii, we've been to a lot of southern states, like, you know, in Florida, like, um, California. 
You've been uh, to the vacation spots. Vacation spots. Usually we go to places that have beaches. That's like the best part. What is the coolest place you've ever traveled to? Ooh. I don't feel like I'm obligated to say Israel, but other than Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm biased. Um, no. Honestly, like the most, not the coolest because like every place is cool to me, honestly, but I think the most fun I've had was in Cancun, Mexico. Because oh. the people there, first of all, like tequila is my favorite. My, that's my poison of choice. <laughs> that's, that's what I love. And everybody, like every single, when they see tourists, they just scream out, tequila! And they're all very excited. I feel like it. all the bars, like they have just like, they'll scream oh, yeah. that out. They, like they'll set you up. And, and they actually, um, uh, we, we, went, um, we went snorkeling there. But they they didn't have a sign anything no like you know report no waiver no waivers like oh you're not gonna sue us or anything they just said okay like give us money and then you can go that's like, great they, they dress us up There's and no what do you think about what do you think about like snorkeling I think it's a lot of fun I think it gives us a chance to see below us below the top like you know the surface level and uh, you know it's very intriguing because like a lot of people don't do it and they don't see what's like on like in the ocean like just. It's it's a whole like it's seventy percent of the world so that's just not really you know. Visible. You said snorkeling or scuba diving. Uh, snor- oh, sorry, scuba snorkeling. diving. Oh, you went scuba diving went and snorkeling, scuba both same thing. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. Is there any p- other place besides Cancun you would want to do snorkeling or scuba diving? Mm. Well, apparently you really like the beach. Yeah, so, uh, Australia. So it's, it's Australia. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You New Zealand, know. Australia, yeah, Great Barrier Congo. Reef. The Congo's really good for all of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest your family. Amazon River. Yeah. Piranhas. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be very clear water. But yeah. Are you like um, a nature kind of, uh, also a nature kind of guy, walk, hiking, camping? Yeah, so um, like growing up in Atlanta, like we have a lot of hiking areas. We have a lot yeah, of got kayaking mountains. places. Yeah, we got mountains. Appalachian Mountains over there? Something like that. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, no, we, we have a lot of like nature uh, activities that we can do, so I just kind of grew up with that. So what do you do here? <laughs> that, I walk. I walk you around. Walk, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, good. that's pretty much the New York. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to some of the parks, though? I mean, that's like the closest thing you're going to get to any that's of true. I've, I've been to Central Park. It's amazing there, but other than that, not really too many places no, really try like the ones over here i don't know which way i'm pointing this way yeah but yeah but like uh riverside and like uh port uh, not port trying yeah port trying mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on like stargazing are you into that i am into stargazing stargazing is very cool how's it down it's there quite in atlanta a, it's quite like, an interesting less light pollution question. or definitely less light pollution uh, than it is in new york but um it's, it's honestly very beautiful and like especially if you're spending time with like friends or someone you know yeah. stargazing it's just very relaxing but there's no beaches, so I mean that's one what? down. There's actually there's actually yeah. one beach in Georgia. It's called Savannah Beach, but it's like three hours away from you know the city, so it's yeah. kind of a hassle to get there. Wait, wait, Atlanta's inland? I'm, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Atlanta's, Atlanta's more inland, inland, right? It is more inland, but uh, just like we do have a we do have a beach uh, on the side. No. But no, no, no one really goes there. No, I completely, yeah, I completely uh, get there. emphasize with you. I love beaches and everything having to do with that. Yeah. So, well, you're safe. Where are you from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Lucky. I love the water. But um, yeah, but wait, no. So what do you do at YU besides walk around? Like you know, just where where is like some things that you can do? Mm. <laughs> That's a good question. For fun, you mean? Yeah, no, no. Okay, aside well, from working in the burger place. All right. Well, I mean, going to Times Square is a lot of fun. Uh, going to Times Square, seeing movies with my friends, everything. Is someone calling in? All right, we have another caller coming in. Open it up, yours. Let's see if this is actually. Hi, who is it? It's Dad. What's going on, boys? 
<laughs> How's it going? What's up? What's going on? Are you guys on a show now, right? Yes. <laughs> what's, uh, what's going on, guys? Yo, no, Zach, ask a question. Don't make a statement. What, you what Zach Blisco? Yeah, Zach, what are you going hey. to know about Doran? <laughs> Hey, what's going on, Zach? So, what's the question you want to ask Doran? So, the question I want to ask is, what do you think, uh, why you, what, what do you see, well, two questions, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years, and um, do you think why you is, um, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, is why you, like, what do you think of why you, and uh, what's your, what would be your message to, like, uh, People first starting. People first starting. <laughs> so start off with the first question. So first question was... Yeah, what was the first question for him again? First question, what do you see yourself doing? Like in five or ten years. years. Okay, so go. Uh, I see myself doing physical therapy, and I see myself having a Where? family. Where? In Atlanta, actually. There are, a lot of, there are a lot of like elderly people in Atlanta. Like There are a lot of PT, uh, you know jobs there that i can take so i, I feel like that's a hot spot for you very big hot spot wow. you think about emory university honestly yeah for medical school i looked into that too i think that's the only one i know i mean is there another <laughs> one there too it's yeah, but it's one of the best yeah so. yeah no it's a good school yeah whatever and then question two zach question two was um it was basically like what message i guess you would give to like new like, yu students either current yu students or new yu students you know it's actually a really good closing uh, message, but that's you know, true, let's, that's hear, true. let's hear your uh, thoughts. So the message that I would give to um, uh, future incoming students is, uh, okay, so first of all, I felt as I was coming into YU, I died, I wasn't going to know anyone, that it was going to be very, uh, very, like, uh, you know, uh, I was going to have to make friends, and it was just going to be very intimidating because I was coming from an out-of-town perspective. Um, but I thought... Like as I as I spent more days in YU, like my first week was great. I had I met so many people. Actually, I think I met, I met Benji. Oh yeah, I was the always the friendly too. guy. Yeah, so I I met a lot of fa- friendly people, and there's a huge family environment around here. Like you can make friends very easily. There's people for everyone. You know that, and I I would say don't be nervous, don't be scared to come. It's a very great open place, very Jewish. If uh, if you're into that, very and, Jewish, and like it's not it's not only very jewish like if you feel like you're like not as religious as certain people that's also fine we have programs for everyone here so uh everyone's very really accepted the first speech that uh one of the main rebbeim said was that we don't judge anyone if you see someone with without a kippah that's fine welcome him as your friend because he's a jew everyone's a jew so that's the message i want to give out to you know everyone else that's very good thank you zach for tuning uh for uh calling in tonight um hopefully uh we'll get another call from you next time yeah. um so have a good night Bye, zach have, have a good, good night, night. Oh, you guys. thank you so yeah that was, that was yeah really <laughs> good good point you got made over there thank um you. like any other like really inspirational things you want to say before we head out I actually have a quote list that I write down. Go for it, for yeah. yeah. G- give us your top two Indonesia. quotes. <laughs> oh, my Indonesia. gosh. I, I, ha- I, have, I have a quote for you, too. Um, so you go first, and then I'll go. <laughs> no, or, no, Benji, you go first. All right. Yours is well, I'm trying to find it, too. So I want to hear your quote, but, um, no, but I'll, share, I'll share one of them. How about that right go now? Go for so. it. Okay. Uh, I, I saw this on Instagram. It was by Simon Sinek. And it said, uh, working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. 
See, that's the one thing. I mean, this would be for a longer conversation, and we're running out of time. Um, but the idea of passion, like, I was always struggling to understand what that meant. I mm-hmm. think it's not something that you just, you're going to find, like, out of nowhere. It's yeah. just, you, you have to put in the effort and the time for it. Um, and when you really work hard, uh, it becomes a love. Yeah. Uh, so maybe for PT, when you put in the time, put in the hours, it's obviously going to become something like passion oriented for you and then you really make it like your your life and your your job uh my quote of the day is calm water does not mean there are no crocodiles indonesian proverb (laughs) (laughs) yeah we just scrolling on the internet we ended up finding something like that that's great all right so we're coming to a close over here um but again it was a fantastic job having you um over thank here doran really really interesting stuff um and i hope our listeners were able to pick up a lot of really cool information about kazakhstan if they learned something new i'd be happy with that. exactly yeah. and even the inspirational aspects i think was definitely oh we got another caller we're right not, before we're, we're finishing we're well no let's take one we, let's take one more uh, let's take one more it's not gonna be anyone hello <laughs> Hello, hi, who is this? It's, again, it's this random thing. It's Hello? No one knows what's going on. <laughs> Alright, we got ghost callers coming in tonight. Ghost calls, we got two ghost calls. I'm telling you, this building freaks me out, man. <laughs> yeah. um, again, no, but it was really a pleasure of having you this week, and hopefully we can have you on the coming shows uh, in, in the coming future. Thank you. Um, so thank you everybody for tuning in this week to Students World. We're looking forward to having another amazing show next week with our special guest, which we won't give away just yet. Um, but stay tuned and keep up to date with our social media, Facebook page, Students World, um, and up to date with everything yeah. else. So have a great night and yeah. so long from the studio. Right, have a good night, night. everyone. Good night, good night.